Good morning, good evening, and good afternoon. Welcome to Hope in Christ with Denise here on Kingdom Influencers Broadcast. I am Denise Walker, and I am the founder of Hope in Christ Ministries and Hope in Christ Book Club Ministry. Today, I will simply be talking about being a living sacrifice unto God. I'm going to open up with prayer, and then we'll begin today's show. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I thank you, I thank you, I thank you, and I praise you for this time. I thank you for this broadcast. I thank you for giving us a platform to speak your word and your truth, Father God. I pray, Father, in the name of Jesus, oh God, that you would have your way and have your say. Draw those near far to this broadcast that they will hear your word, and a stranger they won't follow. In Jesus' name, amen. Again, welcome to today's show. Today's topic will be a devotional, and it will come from Romans 12. I was reading Romans 12 recently, and I focused in on the verbs that were used throughout the entire chapter. As I was reading, I read it, and then I read it again. And as I was reading it, the verbs just began to stand out to me. So as an English language arts teacher, uh, many of you that have listened listened to Hope in Christ with Denise know that I um, understand things a little bit different because of that, because of my background in English. And so I wrote down all of the verbs that Romans 12 talked about. And so I'm going to go through the scripture first, and then we'll begin to talk about each part. Romans 12 says, title, subtitle is Living Sacrifices to God. Holiness prescribed and practical duties recommended. So verse 1 says, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice. Holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Verse 3. For I say through the grace given to me, to everyone who is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly as God has dealt to each one of you or one of us a measure of faith. For as we have many members in one body, but all the members do not have the same function. So we being many are one body in Christ and individually members of one another. Having then gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us, let us use them. In prophecy, let us prophesy in proportion to our faith. Or ministry, let us, min- let us minister. He who teaches, let him teach. He who exhorts in exhortation. He who gives with liberty. He who leads with diligence, 
he who shows mercy with cheerfulness. Verse 9. Let love be without hypocrisy. Abhor what is evil, cling to what is good. Be kindly affectionate to one another with brotherly love and honor, giving preference to one another. Not lagging in diligence, fervent in spirit. Serving the Lord, rejoicing in hope, patient in tribulation, continuing steadfastly in prayer. Distributing to the needs of the saints, giving to hospitality. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse. Rejoice with those who rejoice and weep with those who weep. Be of the same mind toward one another. Do not set your mind on high things, but associate with the humble. Do not be wise in your own opinion. Repay no one evil for evil. Have regard for good things in the sight of all men. If it is possible, as much as depends on you, live peaceably with all men. Beloved, do not avenge yourselves, but rather give place to wrath, for it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. Therefore, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him a drink. For in so doing, you will heap coals of fire on his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. That's Romans chapter 12. Now, I know it was a lot of words and very long, but let's break it down. By using the verbs only. So the verbs that I pointed out and I underlined and I began to just really pay attention to. I'm just going to read the verbs for us to be living sacrifices to God. The very first verb that is listed is present. Present means to bring. To give to. So present, and then it says, your, your body's a living sacrifice. So the word goes on from giving you a verb, giving you an action to do, and showing you how it should be done. So present, and how should that presentation look? Your bodies should be a living sacrifice. And then it goes on to say, holy and acceptable to God. Not to ourselves, not to our husbands, not to anybody else, but holy and acceptable to God. Which is your reasonable service. Then it goes on to tell you what not to do. It says, do not be conformed to this world. What does it mean to be conformed? Conformed means to be like, to begin to act like it and, and, and take on that character. Don't be conformed to this world. That yet again, the scripture tells us what should, what we should do as the opposite, which is be transformed by the renewing of your mind. 
That means when I think about transform, transform means to completely, completely change who you are, to completely change. And so when you think about a transformer, think about the movie as a teacher. That's the first thing that comes to my mind. Think about the Transformers movie. They go from one state to a completely different thing. So we can't, our mind cannot stay the same when we are living sacrifices unto God. So think about that. So be transformed by the renewing. It tells you how to do it. Renew your mind. Renewing our minds. How do we renew our minds? Not with our own philosophies, not with what somebody told us about God, but with his word. That's how we renew our minds. And then the other verbs that stood out to me. It says, "Not don't think more highly of yourself than you ought to. That's an action. Stop thinking that you all of that and, and the bag of chips and even myself, any of us. We can't lift ourselves up above what God has said about us. He knows our heart. So God looks at our heart intention. It says think soberly. It means get all the fluff out. That's for each and every one of us. Get, get rid of the fluff. What God sees, that's what we should be presenting to others and not pretending like we have it all together, not pretending that we're so much greater than our people around us, our fellow men around us. And then it goes on to say the other verbs that stand out here in this particular scripture. Um, it says prophesy. So the gifts, it goes into the gifts. Prophesy, minister, exhort, give, lead, and show mercy. So those are the things we may not do them all because they may not be what God has gifted each and every one of us to do. We may, some may prophesy, some may um, minister, some may lead and exhort others. And some may have the gift of giving, just continuously giving and showing mercy to other people. The other verbs that stand out say, let love, love, love is here a noun, but we have to show it to someone. So we're presenting love to others. And it said, let it be without hypocrisy. So in other words, stop pretending. We have to stop pretending like we love people. And ask God to help us, even the people that are difficult. Because we, the truth of the matter is we, we live around, we work with people that may be difficult because whatever reason. But God has commanded us to love them. So we have to pray and ask God to give us the everything that we need to love that person the way he wants us to. And that he loved them through us. The other verbs here are abhor. Abhor what is evil. Abhor what is evil. Now that's a connotation. That word is in a connotative state. It doesn't say hate. It doesn't say dislike evil. It says abhor. So there's a reason why God um, chose the writer to use that particular word. Abhor means just like despise. It's disgusting to you. So abhor what is evil. And then it says, cling to what is good. There's another connotative meaning of that word. Cling means like you're holding on for dear life to something. It didn't say stand next to evil. Or, I'm sorry, it didn't say stand next to good. 
It's to cling to what is good. Cling, that means like I'm holding on. Please don't let me go. That's what cling means. Then it goes on to say, be kindly affectionate to one another with brotherly love. We have to stop letting religious practices divide us as believers in Jesus Christ. It doesn't matter how um, a person may come dressed to church. Well, it does matter, but my point I'm trying to make is we shouldn't be so religious to where we're, we're pushing each other away as opposed to drawing to Christ and let God lead us and guide us in that. Then it goes on to talk about not lagging, not lagging, but being diligent and fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. So not lagging behind, not like, okay, today I'm going to do what I need to do. And I'm talking to myself too. Today I'm going to pray and I'm going to read the word. I'm going to talk to the Lord. I'm going to go and help and do whatever God is telling me to do. But tomorrow, I don't know about this one, Lord. Wait, Lord, it's too much. It's too much. I'm talking to myself when I say that as well. So we have to be fervent. The word fervent, uh, when you look up the word fervent, it means to have zeal. Like you are just on fire. And it says serving the Lord. Serving the Lord. It didn't say serving people. It says serving the Lord. The true and living God. No matter what's going on with people, we pray for our brothers and sisters. We pray for those that don't believe. We pray because God loves each and every one of us. So we pray, but we continue to serve the Lord with fervency. The next verb, remember we're talking about the verbs that just stand out. It says rejoice in hope. Rejoice because we have hope. Some people leave this world and they have no hope and that is a travesty because we should be ministering the hope that we have in our heart and we know that we know that we know that there's only hope in christ and so we should be ministering that to others so it says rejoice rejoice me yes we have hope not just yeah you know i believe in jesus but we have hope so we should be rejoicing and it says, be patient in tribulation. So the word doesn't tell us everything going to be good all the time. The, the word actually tells us that we are going to go through some stuff. And because we're believers in Christ, we're going to go through those things because of his name is above every name. And the demonic spirits are going to come after us. But we stand and we, are, we have freedom in Christ. The other verbs here says, continue, 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 continue. That means don't stop. Even when we feel discouraged, don't stop. Let the Lord help us. Pray, God, help me to keep it going in you. I live, I move, and I have my being in you, Lord Jesus. And it says, stay steadfast in prayer. That means when the enemy comes in, and continues to come as a distraction to us. We must stand steadfast in prayer. Because God has the answer. His power is greater than the enemy's. So we must stand steadfast in prayer. 
A few more verbs that are here. It says, distributing to the needs of the saints, giving to hospitality. So all of these things we're actually doing. Did you notice it did not say that other people are serving us. This is how we present our bodies a living sacrifice unto God, holy and acceptable. All of these things we are doing, nobody's doing, doing that for us. So distributing to the needs of the saints. If somebody is in need and we have the ability to assist them, God has called us to assist those individuals. It says, bless those who persecute you. Oh, bless those who persecute you. It says, bless and do not curse. Don't wish ill on that individual because they said something or did something wrong to you. And it's so easy to do that because we feel, man, they persecuted me. So God, what do you mean? You know, we got to um, bless them. We have to be good to them. And it goes on to tell us exactly some things we should be doing. It says rejoice with those who rejoice and weep with those who weep. And even some of those people who persecute us are going through pain. They have pain in their hearts. And so we need to be weeping with them. Be of the same mind toward one another. Do not set your mind on high things, but associate with the humble. So those people that walk in pride, especially those individuals, anybody that walks in pride, but especially those individuals that have such a high-mindedness that they believe that they're the reason for their own existence. The word tells us to associate with the humble. The ones who we humble ourselves under the mighty hand of God. That's the word. The word says humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. The true and living God. It doesn't say humble yourself under the mighty hand of Buddha or, or Muhammad. It said humble yourself under the mighty hand of Yeshua. Under the mighty hand of Jehovah God. And so that's what we have to do. It says that even our association should be with humble men and women. And a few more says repay no one evil for evil. We don't have to get back. We don't have to get back because the next part of the verse. Um, the, the end of the verse says vengeance is mine says the Lord. We don't have to get back. And we shouldn't be wishing. We can't have, again, remember, blessing and cursing people with the same mouth. And so we allow, we give those people to God. We give them to God. But we don't, we don't wish ill will on them. We allow God to do whatever it is that he's doing um, or allowing. And then it says, because the word says, do not repay no one. It didn't say some people. It said no one evil for evil. And it says have regard for good things in the sight of all men. So desire good things in the sight for everybody. We, we should, even those people that make us angry, those people that hurt us, those people that deliberately do things to harm us. When we go through abuse, when we go through all those things, God is saying, give that to me. And don't wish ill on them. 
Because he's their judge, not us. And then it says, do not avenge yourself, but rather give place to wrath. So don't avenge, don't try to say, God, you know, they, they did this to me. And I know because I went through abuse. So I know how it feels. And it took me a long time for me to surrender to a lot of tears. But God said, don't avenge yourself. Because, see, when we start being the judge and the jury, person has, like, they don't have a chance. But God is merciful. He said his mercy endures, not today, not tomorrow, but forever. And so those verbs that I just called out, um, and overcome the last of the of chapter 12 says overcome evil with good. The light will outshine the darkness. When we walk into a room, we flip on a, a, a light switch in the natural. Every piece of darkness disappears. That's the same with us having the light of the Holy Spirit of Jesus Christ inside of us. We can overcome the evil with the good of Christ. Not ourselves, but of Jesus Christ. So, I just wanted to go through Romans 12, breaking apart the verbs that were used. And saying to you, try it. Try that verse, try the next verse. And pull out just the verbs in that scripture and just begin to write the opposite of that verb and get a better understanding of what God is saying through his word. There are lots of strategies that God can use us and give us. And so um, thank you all for tuning in to Hope in Christ with Denise. I will be starting um, a youth podcast as well. It is titled Building Literacy and True Identity. And I pray that you all would um, join and listen in on that particular podcast radio um, station where I will begin to do similar what what I just did, um, but going a little bit further for young people because all of us, won't understand who we are until we understand who Christ is. We will never know who we really are until we truly understand Jesus Christ. Our identity is in him. And so that's the gist of what my youth podcast of Hope in Christ will be. Um, It will be titled Building Literacy and True Identity. Because our young people are not reading the word and we're building their literacy in the classroom and to get to the next level. But we are not building their literacy with the one true thing that they need to make it in this world. So I thank you for listening to Hope in Christ with Denise. Please tune in to Building Literacy and True Identity. And I just bless you and I thank you for tuning in to me. Here on Kingdom Influences Broadcast. I'm going to close out in prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Father, I thank you, hallelujah, for who you are, God. 
I thank you for your words in Romans 12, your verbs that tell us we have to do some things to be a living sacrifice unto you. We can't do it all in our strength, but in through Christ, we live, move, and have our being. So we ask, God, that you would help us to live out the verbs in Romans 12, God. Hallelujah. To live out the verbs in Romans 12, God, that we would present ourselves a living sacrifice holy and acceptable unto you for we only want to be accepted by you because we know that when you are for us oh god who can be against us so we thank you god and i thank you for those that are listening and tuning in and i pray that you will draw them by your spirit and in each and every one of us will worship you in spirit and in truth in jesus name amen To my listeners, be blessed and continue to hope in Christ.